Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. In every industry, they have their one-two punch, my man. In basketball, it was Shaq and Kobe. In football, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Here in the podcast world, the fitness world, it's fucking Drew Peters, the Vanilla Gorilla, and the American Lion, Ryan Buck. I finally, finally, we're in the jungle, baby. How you doing, Drew? I'm doing good, brother. I have been dying to get this podcast going. I have so many ideas. I know you do, too. There's so much stuff um, that we can talk about. And first and foremost, they saw the intro. They know what the fuck is up. If they followed us at any point, especially me, I'm, yeah. I, I kind of have that pass on Fitness Informant and the Self-Made Bar Brigade. I'm like, put down the fucking fork. You know, I have the no bullshit attitude. People appreciate that. They respect that. I'm helpful, but at the same time, is I don't sugarcoat things. And when you and I talked about doing this show... That's exactly what the fuck this is going to be. We're going to talk about the hard truths, the stuff that it isn't going to be controversial or maybe it's going to be very factual and very cut through the bullshit. We're not here to tell you how to take your fucking creatine. We're not here to tell you we need to take this many grams of branched amino acids or the best protein powder. Maybe the bullshit goes behind it, but I'm fired up. I'm inspired. Um, Looking at you on Skype right here. We're rocking this out and it's happening. So. Without further ado, what are we talking about today, homeboy? Dude, I mean, we're talking. Okay, we're, we're we're talking about like we're doing this on Skype, right? Because this is the world we live in. Drew's in fucking on the East Coast. He's over in Connecticut, of all places, right? Or whatever the fuck you're in. Where are you now? Uh, Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, see, I knew. I know my shit, right? Right above New York City. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are able to do this because of what we call the World Wide Web, the intranet. Back in the MySpace days, baby. This is, we're, we've come a long way since MySpace. But the topic today, we can fucking blame MySpace for. MySpace and who who is the guy in MySpace? Who is the, the fucking friend? Tom? Tom? Tom, you're an asshole. Tom, you're an asshole because you're helping and ruining fitness all at the same time because everybody, Drew, everyone and their brother is a fucking expert in the world of fitness and nutrition today. And it's yeah. frustrating, my man. It is fucking frustrating. It is, homeboy. And today of all days, this is the perfect day to do this. Fucking Instagram crashed. Facebook yes. was glitching. So it just epiphanied on me. What do we talk about today? I'm like, fucking social media. Uh, so I, I was like, oh my God, I wonder how many models were not models today because they couldn't post on social fucking yeah. media. They had to go to work. They had to go to work at fucking Forever 21 or McDonald's. Hey, not knocking it. It's not just living, but it could be fucking real. Anybody with a camera phone these days is a fucking Instagram influencer. There's some legit ones. There are some bullshit ones. And what we're talking about today is how to cut through the fucking bullshit. How do you keep perspective of what is real life versus what is social media? Because a big part of what you and I do, Fitness Informant, is to inform people about how to better themselves. It's not just about supplements. It's not just about nutrition. It's not mm-hmm. about getting selling you shit. It's here to be helpful, to make an impact for you to you know be a better person and that being said um a hot topic i kind of sparked this conversation is Paige hathaway 
She put up this post the other day. She's got called up by many people, including Lane Norton. She posted a picture of client transformation one. She has this program online in the short summation. It's a five-week program, okay? It's a cookie-cutter, generic five-week transformation program. She claimed this client of hers gained eight pounds of muscle in five weeks. Mm -hmm. She looked visibly better. She had a very odd build to begin with, but some abs magically appeared, and apparently she weighed eight pounds more. Hmm. People lost their shit, okay? So I branched about this this morning in my IG story. That's not fucking okay no. because – when you set precedents like this, and I'm not I'm not someone who's sugarcoated like, oh, you're okay, everybody's beautiful, we all can improve, but you need to be fucking realistic, because leading into this, if you post that, oh, this person put on eight pounds in five weeks, you see another one, oh, I put on twenty pounds in X amount of time, you see these insane transformations without any context, people take this this thing and everybody glorifies making it look fucking easy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I, I put on all this muscle, like, you know, I, I lost all this body weight. I mean, there was another ridiculous ones. I was going through her page. This guy lost 50 pounds in 10 weeks. Uh, another one, this uh, girl lost 25 pounds in five weeks. I'm like, this seems like a little bit longer. Interestingly, you go to their page, there's no older pictures to go back and fact check. Right. So I'm not calling complete bullshit. I've seen some crazy things. I've had some clients do some crazy stuff. But also I'm realistic, like, okay, this person was enhanced or they were using some other things or they'd never trained before. Yeah. I can't take credit for all these crazy things. So when you go out there and you're selling something, that's a big fucking red flag. It, I mean, to your point, yes, you can gain eight pounds in five weeks if you're on trend or if you're on something, like you said, if you're enhanced, it's not impossible. But given the fact that this is Paige Hathaway, it's a five-week program and a chick. And what you mentioned is you go back and you don't see any pictures from back in the day. That's also another thing in today's world that people don't understand is half the pictures you see on Instagram are reposted from a photo shoot that somebody looked their absolute best at one point in time. Christian Guzman is a man, but he does not look that way every fucking day of the year. All right. They post these pictures all the time to sell something. So whether it's Paige Hathaway or whoever the other the chick is a couple of months ago that I got called out for selling all these programs and not fulfilling them via Instagram. And then I think uh, Devin Physique, that dude, the tatted up guy, he got in trouble for this shit. Like people get in trouble all the time because they're they're fucking liars is what they are. And in the world of social media and you scroll through like social media to some people like you and I drew, we're real on social media. Like we post yep. who we are. We're in the absolute minority because our stuff, when we post it, I'll, if you look at my fitness informant page, the, the most likes I've ever got on a post might be 130. And to me, I don't give a shit about likes. But if we got, away, if we got rid of this like functionality on Instagram and, and Facebook, people would lose their fucking minds. We would have people like these models and everybody else, who they would just fucking lose it. And they should. They should because they need to they, – if they were honest, their stuff would get engaged with more. They'd be better off. Um, but another thing too, like going through social, and it's not just that world. It's the world that you and I dive into, the sports nutrition world too. Like you see these CEOs in their Ferraris and these sexually clad women and all this money. Like it's not that all the time. And also I can I could name drop brands right now who have a massive following on social media that they bought and paid for. They're fake fucking followers. So as you're going through and you see a brand has 100,000 likes and you think that they're popular, they purchased a lot of them. Just like their Instagram models that Drew's talking about, they purchased a lot of them too. These are fake fucking people living at home with their parents who are trying to make a living off of a fake life, and it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to name anything specific that's... There's a, there's a borderline between taking the gloves off and getting fucking sued, so there's a fine line. But there's some very specific companies that I know of 
that's I, I, pretty most of them guess we're not gonna go there but have initially they, they they are doing it right now they have the following they had to pitch tons and tons and tons and tons of money into marketing mm-hmm. but it fucking worked you know omnipresence is fucking everywhere and they make billions of dollars so props to those kind of companies if you can fake it so you make it that's a perfect case sure the touch on what you were saying you and i are fucking real on instagram let's be real I don't look fucking shredded around. I mean, it's very fucking clear. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm very open about that. And in my off season, hey, it's it's gym shots, tank tops, looking beefy, doing heavy weight, that kind of thing. It's real. It's engaging. I'm not showing off the abs. I mean, I have decent abs year round, but like me, yeah, I, I fucking complex again. I'll admit it. I have that worse than any competitor ever. You know, unless you're you're shredded with dick skin veins going across your abs, like oh, I'm fat. You need your fucking abs. Like, nah, you keep it covered. You know, you're, you're so used to being shredded. So it's real. I'll admit, I post a lot more, you know, topless pics and contest prep than off season. Well, mm-hmm. it's because it's how you want to project it. It's just how it is, you know? So, hey, I'm going to show off my strengths in my off season. But then again, I'm not posting, you know, throwback pictures and, oh, TVT shredded. And for some context, guys, I think, uh, I don't remember, this is actually pretty popular. I think more than one person said this. Man, I don't look that, look, don't look like that person on Instagram. That person on fucking Instagram doesn't look like that person on Instagram. Let's yeah. be real. So I've done, uh, I think, four photo shoots now. They turned out really fucking awesome. I did a couple gym ones and a beach one. That was my favorite shoot. Let's be real. By the time I did that shoot, I had been dieting. I think I started contest prep at the end of May, and that was October. Okay, how many months of dieting went into that shoot? It was on the way to a show, but I didn't just like, hey, I'm going to wake up and go to the beach in the morning and do this photo shoot, and wow, I'm fucking shredded. No, I, I planned for the shoot. I dieted down. I, you know, water depleted because it dried out and everything. It looked perfect for that morning. But at the same time, you're not going to wake up and walk around like that every fucking no. day. People lose perspective of that. You're, you see people on stage. You see people with photo shoots. They don't fucking look like that year round. I mean, there's a genetic fucking freaks. Like, yeah, they, they look great year round. But the vast majority, the 99%, you know, maybe 99.5%. It's not always. You have to manipulate it. Even the best bodybuilders in the world, they have the best coaches peaking them. So don't get down on yourself because you're also, it goes to this, is you're always comparing your fucking behind the scenes to the highlight reel. It's never going to do any fucking good. So that brings us to our next point. Um, you've been in the social media for a long fucking time. I have been the same as well, uh, supplementreviews.com, and now we're going to do a fitness informant. How do you go about your daily day and life and influence people in terms of like just keeping them their mindset right? What's your what's your approach for that? When we we kind of found this fitness department out of the Iron Jungle. Yeah, I mean for me, it's you and I are very similar on this too. Like, a first off, authentic, keep it real. Don't don't sell a lot of bullshit. But also, like, I encourage people to fact check me all the time. Like, that's one of my biggest things. Is like, don't just take what I say because I have an influence on social media as Bible. I could be fucking wrong. And if I'm wrong, I will admit it and I will say I'm sorry and I, I want to be right. So I say the same thing too. It's like fact check everybody. This page, this page Hathaway thing, fucking fact check her. Make sure that what she's saying is accurate because if it's not, then call bullshit. Because people, people shouldn't be able to be, take advantage of others for greed. They do it all the time in any industry. People are being taken advantage of all the time. On social media, it's the responsibility of the person who's consuming that media to do their fucking homework. If Paige Hathaway wants to say, this girl gained eight pounds of muscle in five weeks and somebody's going to buy a program based on that one picture and based on that one caption, shame on you. Shame on you for spending that money. And the same can be said too for, God, this, I know this one pisses you off, Drew, because you, Drew and I talked about, at Fitness Form, we offer nutrition solutions through, through you. You do some nutrition plans. And we talked about the pricing model on these things. And one thing you and I both agreed on is that we are never going to offer a discount on these plans. Because when you offer a discount, you're discounting your services, which means you don't either have enough clients or you don't have enough confidence in what you do. 
How many times you scroll through Instagram and see these assholes saying for one day only 50% off or 80% off, buy one, get one. Like people are discounting the shit out of their stuff. All the time. I get it's a marketing tactic in most businesses, but if you say you're as good as you are, you should never have to discount your shit. Exactly. The thing that drives me fucking crazy, it's like a, you know, like, it's like the hot coals. Like you always scroll through and for whatever reason, never notice that there's always that same fucking like five people, you know, because the algorithm Facebook's the same people. They always have only two spots remaining. Well, fuck. Do you have like two people leaving every day and you have two spots open? Like, what's the deal with that? It's like mm-hmm. it's baiting. It's, it makes it seem intriguing like you're in high demand. But, you know, I was like, oh, accepting up to, you know, whatever amount of clients. You probably don't have any fucking clients to begin with. Or the one time they show like, the, like an actual live footage of them training somebody. I'll go very clear. I don't train anybody. That's my, that was in my days in the past, personal training, strength coaching. I just strictly do nutrition coaching these days. That's my specialty. I love it and I'm pretty damn good at it. But you see them training people and it's like one person like, a, like in a month and like, okay, where are all the rest of your fucking clients since you have some that you're so busy? But it's just that um, – and that's the thing too. People discounting their services just to get clients built up. At the same time, if you're good at what you do, people will come to you. Mm-hmm. I do zero marketing for my my nutrition coaching. Obviously, we did a little bit, but like it's not my main thing. That's my side hustle. That's my my passion. I do because I like to do it, and it's I'm good at it. Right. But the thing is too, uh, I can give you first is almost. Like every single client, except for maybe one or two, have come to me either from seeing my posts or seeing somebody else post about what the results are getting or from a referral. And to me, those are like the most genuine and awesome yeah. type of clients to get because you did such a great fucking job on somebody else. They came to you like, hey, I need a piece of that. I want to be a part of that action. And I'll say that I, I'll go to the defense of social media in one thing because social media helped me build a business and helped me be what I am today in terms of like full-time career it's helped you gain a good following on social media but again it's these people i believe believe what we have to say which is also a blessing and a curse which i just talked about where you know i mean i would say if drew says something on on facebook or instagram too fact check drew too but he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a brilliant man but i mean he could be wrong i mean drew's not he's not a fucking genius i'm not a genius i'm the first thing from it we are meatheads at the end of the day like that's what we do so um but I do, I mean, social media, as much as a detriment as it is to people in terms of, like, they see things, they want things. Like, I said this one time, like, stop falling in love with this idea of perfection because it doesn't fucking exist, right? Fall in love with the, the progress and the process. That's the biggest thing. If you see somebody on social media that you want their physique, why? Why do you want their physique? Want your physique and shape the physique that you have the way that you want to. Like, stop this, this fantasizing bullshit because that's unhealthy, and I think that's the one thing about social media, too, that's become really – I mean, you talk about society today and our issues with mental health. Like, that – mental health issues have been around for a while, but since the advent of the internet and social media, it is just through the roof because cyberbullying and all that kind of stuff that social media brings, like, there's a lot of negativity towards it. So I don't know. I ask you, Drew, like, is there more negativity that, to social media than there is positivity? I think it's a balance. I mean, I'll be real. It's 100% the underlying theme. If it wasn't for social media, you and I wouldn't be fucking sitting here. We wouldn't right. have Fitness Informant. We wouldn't have Self-Made Barbell Brigade. We wouldn't have the Vanilla Gorilla and American Lion Iron Jungle podcast. It would not exist on social media. So it's not all bad. People have the information and the entire world around at their fingertips. That brings us to my next point, and I don't want to run too long on this one. You know, hey, I have fucking ADD too, is that – in terms of negativity, people oftentimes like instant gratification. They like seeing something on social media. You know, a word I fucking hate, haters. That's the most annoying fucking thing ever. So let me give you the life lesson for the day. I know, Vanilla Gorilla, all 29 years old, dropping life license. You probably don't have any fucking haters, okay? 
it's oftentimes what I find is a figment of your imagination that even if it's, it can be positive, if you create that image to motivate you to prove people wrong, that's one thing. But I can guarantee you 99% of the time, you probably don't have people going out of their way hating on you because they don't like you because you're generally, you know, they, they fucking hate you. If you're an asshole and a bad person, okay, they might hate you because your personality. Yeah. But oftentimes people don't hate you because you're success. They're not like, oh man, fuck that guy. He drives a Ferrari. Man, fuck that guy. He runs fitness and farm. Man, fuck that vanilla grill Jew. He's makes cool shit. It's because if you're a driven person, you make people uncomfortable. They're not hating you because of what you did. They're hating you because what they didn't fucking do. I know we've talked about this before. I know I've said those exact words. Your success, your drive will make people uncomfortable. But if you can focus that out and realize that often out there, some of the biggest fans you're going to have. And I know you get this too. And it's like, seriously awesome. People message me, they reach out, they respond to my Instagram videos. Like, dude, Oh my God, keep inspiring. I'm like, Holy shit. Like a lot of people come up to me that I've never seen before. Cause you know, I, I geotag on the gym, like, dude, you're vanilla girl, you're a watcher stories all the time. Like, Holy shit. Okay. It's awesome. It's just really like, it's humbling. People mm-hmm. listen to what you have to say. And when you can motivate somebody in that point, in my opinion, anybody can say fucking whatever they want. I don't care. It's social media. But if you have that ability to impact people positively and they are thankful for that and come and say, hey, keep it up, one comment like that can take out a hundred negative things. Because you know what? If you're doing something right, you're going to have people not like it because they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So keep fucking doing it. If people are uncomfortable, that means you're doing shit correctly. Yep. I mean, unless you're standard naked, that might be like a sex offender, but... Hey man, Minnesota is its own thing, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Hate. Well, I mean, if you went to the group today, we got a damn near picture close to that. So uh, happens all the time. One thing that you and I talked about early before too, like prior to even this podcast being an idea, was, you know, I mentioned about fact checking people, and if you're gonna do that, you should do that. But also, Drew loves this too. Like, whatever you're fact checking, provide some sort of evidence on, on your stance. Like, don't just say something along the lines of like uh, you're wrong, and that's it. I mean, we had a guy one time talk about oatmeal, right? You remember that one? Uh, oatmeal is bad for you. It, it can wreck your gut or whatever. But they had nothing to, to post with it. So I think social media is a great place for debate and, and if it's done in a manner that's professional and respectful, which that is a very hard thing to do for a lot of people on social media, especially in our industry. Like, my God, even CEOs, dude, people who – I mean, there, there's – Oh, the egos in sports nutrition is just – and fitness in general is absolutely crazy to me. I come from like a corporate job. Like this stuff would never fly in those walls. They would be escorted out by security. And what they do is they bicker back and forth on social media. So if anybody is a CEO on this podcast too for a, for a sports nutrition company, like think about the shit you post before you post it. You're supposed to be a professional. At the end of the day, like this industry is the wild, wild west. You should still act like a professional. There's no reason that you need to go on other people's social media and cause a, uh, like a childish conversation or disagreement with somebody else because that's just it's, – it's a poor reflection on you. Or if you do a, a Facebook Live or whatever you do, it's just a poor reflection on you and your character and you ultimately represent the brand in which you built. That's a poor, poor-ass representation. And that's one thing I can say about Drew. Like When you get into a conversation, although you shoot them straight and the stuff that you say may be harsh – it's done in a respectful manner. You're not telling somebody like, no, you're doing it wrong. You're an idiot. Do this. You say what they're doing right, and then you, ask, you give them basically tips on what they can do to improve because at the end of the day, you and I both want the same thing, for people to be better. And the only way they're going to get better is if you don't cut them down, you need to bring them up. And social media is a place where you can get cut down really easy. You mentioned haters. Other people will say keyboard warriors or trolls. 
there are people out there that just want to post shit because they want to stir something up because they literally have nothing fucking better to do. Ignore them, move on, embrace the positivity. Like Drew said, these messages that we get, I mean, the messages that we get are awesome. Uh, it is such a great feeling to get a message from somebody saying, and the other message we got for this podcast, dude, people were fucking stoked about this. They were so excited that we teamed up, collaborated to do this. So I guess my point here is like, you're going to have not haters, you're going to have trolls, you're going to have people who just want to bicker to bicker, like fuck them. Fuck those people. Don't waste any of your effort. Don't waste any of your time. You, you put your time towards something that's going to progress your life, not take your time away from what you need to be doing. 100%. And with that too, in the group, I mean, I'll admit, like I, I would do troll people, but generally it's usually people that I know that know that I'm fucking with them. You can't just, I mean, same thing. You can't walk up to like, you know, somebody like your buddy and be like, man, fuck your face. Yeah. And like, what, what the hell? Versus like, hey, Ryan, fuck you. You know, you're just like, right. oh, what's up, Drew? It's yeah. cool. It's after establish a rapport. This is exactly it. You know, I'm, I'm straight to the point. I'm a bit harsh at times, but at the same time, that's what people respect that I shoot it straight. That's the thing too. You do like a, with a compliment sandwich, you give a little bit of criticism. You give a compliment and yep. you end with a little bit. But then at the end of the day, even if it's something completely off right, I mean, it's like smacking my head off the wall sometimes reading some of the shit in the groups we have. Like this question has been asked 5,000 times. You're like, wow, like, you're asking this? Mm -hmm. Like it is, it's like, do you lay awake at night and think of if the, if you open the creatine container and it has a little bit of dust, if it's going to denature the creatine? Like how do you think of this shit? But at the end of the day, it, the ultimate goal is to like, hey – Assume that everybody doesn't know all the basic shit because at one point we were the same way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just has to be, you know, don't wear like the fucking white fuzzy gloves or the pink gloves or they call it. You know, it's not about sunshine rainbows. Oh, you're doing okay. You're doing a great job. Like, why the fuck would that matter? Okay. Now, with that being said, I wouldn't worry about this helpful criticism, you know, but it's a balance, man. And everybody wants to be coddled. Everyone wants to be sunshine rainbows. And it just, if you get defensive, you know, then that's another thing. You're not open to criticism, not open to learning. But I do feel that we foster a good community in that. And hopefully with this podcast, we'll have questions come in. We can address some shit, you know, people want us to talk about. But yeah, it's good. We, we're going to get a lot of questions for sure. Again, we're not going to answer like the creatine timing question. But I think we'll do like a mailbag episode and stuff and, and discuss all those things um, with people. And because of social media, we're able to do that. So um, when did you start using social media? I mean, you're like, 12 years old. So it maybe it was like, yes, you're, you're a young chap yet, kid. I know. I mean, I think I got that when I turned uh, six, so about three years ago with my Game Boy <laughs> Color. Um, <laughs> shit, I think, honestly, this is a good question. I think my first form of social media, aside from, dude, remember getting home on the weekend, it was Windows Messenger, that MSN Messenger. Yep. And then it came uh, MySpace. It was like, oh my gosh, shit. Then everybody, then like Bebo popped up. There was a. Uh, I don't even remember all the different ones. I know it's Facebook and now that's like the end all. And yeah. then of course IG, but right. it's amazing. Everybody thought that Facebook was going to burn out. It's like MySpace did all things. Mm -hmm. It was like 11 years still going strong. It's nuts. One thing too, I think that people don't give credit to like the first versions of social media were forms, man. And then like in this industry, bodybuilding.com forms were, were insane. And so it's not just Facebook and Instagram that, causes these delusional images of what the world is. Bodybuilding.com forms did the same fucking thing. Brand reps are on there selling something that they didn't have, or it was like, you know, selling an image of somebody like, take this pill and you're going to look like this guy. And people would believe it and they'd purchase it and then they would write fake reviews and all this other kind of shit. But, and, and so that was, I, I love that time of the, in, in the era because like, that's all we had. We would go in there and these things have were like fucking, 
35 threads deep and we would spend all the time going through each and every comment and like that's how we started to learn a few things but it, there wasn't a lot of good educational content all the time there were a couple of legends I, I mean i've heard that there were some bodybuilding.com form legends out there that just had their their names that and i'm sure people listen to this probably remember those guys like oh this guy was awesome and i don't know if anybody's ever met them um so it's been around for a long time so i guess the big takeaway when listening to this podcast is like just be cognizant of like what's out there. Don't believe everything you read. Don't believe everything you see. For the most part, too, like try to engage with people on social. People engage with me. I make it a point to respond to every fucking comment unless it's like a bot, right? Um, it's important to me that I respond to every single comment to let people know like I'm an authentic, real human being. I also care about them. I'm also going to fuck up sometimes. Hopefully not a lot, but I'm going to. Um, so if you, I mean, if you're trying to buy some of these services, and and keep in mind too, if they have 120,000 followers, are you really going to get the attention that you deserve too, or are you just going into a machine that spits out a program and you just paid 50 bucks or 60 bucks for, like a nutrition plan, for instance? Like, oh my, God. you know, I mean, I can see you getting fired up about it right now because <laughs> you have to deal with that all the time. Like you go into, you're a cog on a wheel that spits out a number. You just paid good money for that, and you have no step by step help like you can provide. I'm sorry. We'll get into another uh, hints. One of the few upcoming episodes may or may not be the ugly side of contest prepping and dieting with coaches, but coaches in general will be a great episode. It fucking blows my mind when people are like, oh, I, I swear to God, hand especially was bad down in Florida. Oh, who are you working with this coach? Oh, I'm working under like like fucking Jay Cutler. I'm like, say what? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be Jay. Jay's a great, Jay's a good dude. So I don't mean like name. Just like a, I was telling so many famous people would know, but it's like they say like the most insane name is if like their personal coach right. was like this IFBB like Mr. Olympian, like the somebody sized like Jay or Ronnie or inserted a coach there. And I'm like, so you're saying me they're actually coaching you? Like, oh yeah, they sent me this diet. I'm like, you look at it as the most generic thing ever. It's just like this copy and paste. Like basically they they can build them. I mean we have like the macro calculator even on the site. You plug your information, it spits out a diet plan that's kind of close to what you need to do. And like, oh, this is my coach. I'm like, so that that bugs me. One, if you get a cookie cutter diet. Two, there are part two I don't believe in. And it's ridiculous when you think about it. When I coach people, there's weekly adjustments because nobody mm. responds the same way. Some people respond really fast. Some people move at a snail's pace. So their job as a coach is to figure out that body. So you're telling me if you pay for a diet and they send you like multiple weeks of diet at one time, that's not a red flag. Like, how do you know that's exactly what's going to be needed? Like, okay, we're going to cut this, 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 this each week you have a reduction. But if you drop 10 pounds in like two weeks, I mean, that's a lot of fucking weight. Mm-hmm. Are you still going to keep tugging away calories? It doesn't make any sense. So just keep that in mind. It may seem like a great idea, like a preset plan. Oh, he wrote this, but then it's like, there's some fine lines there, but I'm not going to go too far off on a tangent. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, but... You're going to, you're going to be able to spitfire that episode for sure. Um, I want to wrap the episode up with the final thing of it's not just social media influencers who are causing issues within fitness and health and nutrition. It's just the common people too. And, and I'm just gonna use our form. For example, when somebody asks like, what's a good pre-workout or how do I shed belly fat? Not saying you have to have the credentials that drew and I have, but when you say something like that, you ask a question like that, you're going to get a million answers. And a lot of those answers are probably most likely incorrect. And the same can be said for somebody who maybe did a specific diet. Maybe they did keto and they post the results on Instagram and everybody wants to follow that same fucking diet. And they're saying like, what'd you do? I want to do the same thing. Well, what they did, Drew, most likely is probably not going to work with the other person. Yep. Everything needs to be personalized. That includes your supplements. That includes your diet. That includes your exercise plan. 
So when you see someone's transformation, whatever they did, chances are that's probably not going to work for you. And like for me, I would never, I would never tell people if somebody came to me and said, Ryan, how can I, how can I look like you or if this program, I would immediately start same way with Drew by asking questions instead of telling them what they should do, because I don't know what the fuck they should do. If Drew came to me and, and said that you should start taking, you know, take these, this, and this supplements and whatever without asking me a question about what my goals were, what I enjoy, what I, especially with nutrition, you can't write a meal plan if you know that somebody hates sweet potatoes, for, for instance. Like, you want to know these things. So that's, the, it's, you don't have to have 100,000 followers and a big name in fitness to influence people. The common people can do it too. And those people are just as at fault as these big, famous people who are making a bunch of money because it's a bad, a lot of bad misinformation out there, which Drew touched on in the open. That just, that also drives me insane, especially when I have to moderate this group. It's a full-time fucking job. It, you know, just, and, and I shake my head at times because people just assume they're correct and that's fine. Everyone has a right to their opinion, but you should always start by asking questions, especially figuring out like exactly what people are trying to find out or vi- exactly what people are trying to do. Dude, that's a nail on the head. Honestly, one thing that drives me fucking crazy on the site, we'll end with this, is people ask a question, hey, I'm having trouble like losing weight, or hey, I've been stuck here. You'll have somebody respond, and meaning well in their heart, but they're like, okay, what I would do, dude, the way like this, dude, is to go to zero carbs, is they just like spit out this like six-step answer with no context. I'm like, how do you know how many carbs you're eating now? How do you know how they're training? Are they taking anything? It's just like they give like his like – plan without knowing any context. Hey, I'm having trouble losing weight. And they give like 10 things, change this, 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 and this. I'm like, how do you know what they're already doing? I'm like, did you like, there's a bunch of shit. I must, Hey, what are your calories currently at? Do you know how many grams of protein, carbs, fats, how much cardio are we doing? How long have you been eating this amount of calories? You know, get like, get like a history. Oh, I, I just, I haven't lost any weight. I'm frustrated. You find out they've been dieting for two weeks. Like, well, shit, stick with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just all about context. So I can get fired up about that, but we'll go on to another episode of that. So it's just the point, man. It's just double check the credentials, take it with a grain of salt. An interesting one. Um, I'm really guilty of this one, even not guilty. I see somebody all of a sudden, like just like suppose like it's an obscure product, or even then, like a lot of times, some I don't rec- I don't recognize. I drop the name, drop a product, and I click on it, and they're like a fucking rep or something for like really, yeah, like. GTFO. I'm not going to name any brand specific. There's one that's really fucking bad about doing that on a forum. And I always call it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and I mean, you know how I feel about ambassadors and affiliate programs too, the same fucking thing. But um, yeah, I mean, so we could, we could talk two hours on social media. It's impact overall. Like my takeaway here is like, it's been positive for me. It's been able, it's been allowing me to build my own personal brand, build a fitness brand, do this podcast with Drew. Social media is the reason that Drew and I actually got connected. Like without that, I mean, like Drew said, this would not happen. So spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about the negative side of social media, because we're trying to help you guys with this podcast is like, understand the stuff that you see most likely is fake, not real fact check. People ask questions uh, and come, you can come to Drew and I, we may not know the answers, but I mean, if you're looking for something, we know the best part about having a, a connection with Drew or myself is that if we don't know the answers, we know somebody who does. And we can point you in the right direction so that way you get the right information so you're not consuming a bunch of lies and a bunch of bullshit, as we say, of, a, of an alternative agenda trying to sell you something in which they don't give a shit about. At the end of the day, it's your health. It's your nutrition. It's your fitness. That's what we care about. That's what this podcast is created for is to beat uh, you know, go right through the bullshit, right to the whatever we consume. Uh, we think is factual information. If there's science information out there which validates what we're talking about, um, we can talk about personal opinions. But again, at the end of the day, 
our personal opinions might not be reflective of what is right for you. So that's my final takeaway on this episode. I'm fucking stoked we're doing this. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And Drew, I know you have probably a final thoughts as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a great start to this. It's, I know not super in-depth. People are probably expecting this to come in and have mind-blowing formulas and diet secrets and all this bullshit. It will have some of those epiphany moments. I have people messing, oh, my God, there's some knowledge in that first podcast did. I'm like, like really? Like, I must have missed some shit that I said. Like, oh, no, this. I'm like, huh. So it'll be varying. It's not going to be dry. It's going to be lively. It's going to be fun. This was a great opening topic, and I think almost everybody who's listening can fucking relate. I can guarantee you're going to get a message. I'm a message like, oh, my God, you read my fucking mind. Pulls the best kind of messages. Yeah. I don't mean – I keep – obviously people on this podcast see me. I'm cracking up, and I've had to mute the mic a few times. Uh, my German Shepherd wants to be on the podcast too. Yeah, he'll be on it. He'll, he'll make a <laughs> debut at some point. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, speaking of the podcast, I was, we we're going to be on Facebook, so you guys can look us up on Facebook. It is the Iron Jungle Podcast. That's what it is on Facebook at uh, the Iron Jungle Podcast. Uh, the podcast itself will be available on iTunes, YouTube via video. It will be on Spotify. It requires three episodes for it to be on Spotify. Uh, so we'll be there and we'll get an Instagram handle up as well. But we just hope that if you like what you heard, subscribe. Obviously, that's the biggest way you can support us and like that Facebook page. Leave us a review as well because it helps out the algorithm in iTunes and Spotify gets us up in the rankings. And I'll leave with this. The next time you see that booty pic on Instagram, scroll past it. The next time you see some knowledge drop by the Vanilla Gorilla, Drew Peters, double tap that shit because Drew likes to be tapped. Tap on Drew. Tap Drew's ass. Tap, tap, tap. Hey, the fiance agrees, so <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, buddy. Until next week, the Vanilla Gorilla, the American Lion. We appreciate y'all tuning in for the inaugural episode. Looking forward to keeping this fucking thing rolling. Hell yeah. Oh, my God.